Welcome everyone to the Eric Bowling podcast. We have a very, very special guest today to say the least. President Trump is gonna join us in just a couple of minutes. And we're gonna talk a little bit about Jill Biden's White House video that has everyone in an uproar, including me and anyone who has sort of a, a traditional feeling for Christmas, how they've just blown that to smithereens at the White House. Michelle Wu, Boston mayor, inviting only non-whites to her Christmas party. And by the way, she's married to a white man. And I want to hit on the border, which I think is is an important topic for President Trump because of what Joe Biden has decided to do in the final 11 months prior to the election. He's actually adopting some of Trump's border policies after calling Trump a racist and a bigot for doing it. And then I think it's very important uh, to find out where he is, seeing that these new polls show that Trump is clearly the leading contender to be the next president, where he is on the let's call it Iran versus Israel conflict that's going on in the Middle East and, and others. So stick around. This is a wide ranging deep dive with the president, former president of the United States and potentially future president of the United States. We all fall into one of two camps. There are those that believe Bidenomics is the way forward. And the rest of us who think that's a load of horse. <laughs> are you ready to say hell no to illegal immigrants and foreign nationals having any say in our prosperity? Then you, my friend, are in the right place. This is the Eric Bowling Podcast. All right, folks, as we wait on the president, President 45, to join us, well, again, we're going to talk about all those things that we just mentioned, uh, so many important, important issues. And you want to know something? Most of them affect the economy. And I think that's what is most important in voters' minds and, and viewers' minds is, is the economy and listeners' minds is the economy. What's What's the economy doing? Where is it going? It was clearly better under President Trump. Um, Biden is, Bidenomics is trashing this economy. And as always, the best way to address that, you have to be living under a rock if you don't see it. And the best way is to talk about our friends at Allegiant Skull. You know, it's Biden's policies have left us with financial problems we haven't seen in half a century, not since Jimmy Carter days. Inflation is killing our savings. And we're looking at two possible interest rate hikes, maybe even more going forward. Even if they pause now, they're going to have to continue to raise rates with the inflation rate because it's not over, folks. They tell you it's coming down. It's only coming down from where it was from a heated up inflation rate before. It's not coming down. Whatever they're doing right now, it will go back up. And the only way to fight inflation is with higher interest rates. And what does that do? It destroys it destroys your assets in your portfolio. The only way to protect that is with gold. Three major crashes could be happening. This means your savings and your retirement are in serious risk. Don't risk it. Secure your retirement with Allegiance Gold. Whether you prefer physical gold and silver or simply want to protect your IRA or 401k, you can trust the professionals at Allegiance Gold. They've earned the highest trust ratings in the precious metals industry, and for good reason. The relationships are based on integrity, expertise, and impeccable service. Just this year, central banks bought over 800 tons of gold with China leading the way. What do they know? Well, if they're going to do it, I want to do it too. This is not an accident. Don't put it off any longer. Go to protectwitheric.com, protectwitheric.com today and download my free wealth protection guide. You can't miss it. It's got my picture right on the cover. 
or you can call 844-714-ERIC. That's 844-714-ERIC, E-R-I-C. You know, you can also get up to $5,000 in free silver if your account qualifies. Protect your future now, folks, with Allegiance Gold. They're great people. Protectwitheric.com. Download my free wealth protection guide. That's protectwitheric.com or call 844-714-ERIC. Well, I want to welcome the man, the man of the hour, President Donald Trump. Mr. President, thank you for joining the Eric Bowling podcast. Appreciate your time. I know you're very busy. So if we could, can we jump right into the kind of the news of the day? It's just like making surrounds everywhere. The White House, Joe Biden's White House and Jill Biden, I should specify, has put out a video and it's a pat dancing video to the Nutcracker, a Christmas tradition. And they've completely DEI'd it. They've diversified it. They've they've turned it into something, I don't know, I guess woke. Um, Melania put together her Christmas and took a lot of heat for the Christmas trees. Meanwhile, it was a gorgeous display. I'm trying to figure out why Jill Biden putting together something so anti-American is being embraced by the left and the media and Melania's wasn't. So have you seen it and care to weigh in? Well, I did get to view it, and it wouldn't be my taste. It's about taste, I guess. But Melania did an incredible job, four seasons of it, and very, very classic, beautiful, uh, traditional. That's okay, traditional. And uh, it was absolutely magnificent. And a lot of people thought, I can tell you, the people thought it was incredible. The uh, critics, many of them thought it was incredible, but many of them, I think no matter what she did, uh, including if she did something like what you have on display right now, where they maybe love it. I, I haven't seen any reviews to that effect, but maybe love it, Eric, and maybe they don't. But it wouldn't be my taste. Yeah, well, no, it's getting it's getting destroyed. Um, that's certainly by conservatives and, and, and anyone who has. You don't have to be Christian to love Christmas, but anyone who is, has any sort of traditional value is just ripping this idea to shreds. But of course. You know, we have a, a two-tiered media and we have a two-tiered justice system, which we'll get to in a minute. Mr. President, the other big news, and it, it's still in the holiday Christmas theme, Michelle Wu is the two two or three-year mayor of Boston, um, an Asian, through a holiday party. Now, the invite went out and it leaked yesterday. And it's interesting, it was a holiday party for, quote, electeds of color. In other words, no whites allowed incredible it went, it went viral people are really freaking out how a, a, a democrat mayor of a major city would exclude white people to their holiday party and then she went further mr president and doubled down and said she wasn't sorry about throwing a holiday party for non-whites she was sorry that whites in her administration were copied on that invite what's your response to uh michelle Wu? i think it's terrible i think it's uh, everything you can imagine. It's just so far out. And uh, I thought she did apologize a little bit stronger than what you had just said. I've seen her uh, trying to backtrack as much as possible, but certainly not all the way. And I think it's absolutely an outrage. You know, they talk about discrimination. Uh, that's discrimination. And I would say that I can't imagine a thing like that being allowed or get, having somebody get away with it. They have to let her know. And you maybe let them know at the ballot box, because to be honest, that's the ultimate form for something like that. That is a terrible thing. 
either way, uh, you go one way or you go the other way. Either way, it's a terrible thing and it shouldn't have happened. Yeah, it, it, her husband's white, <laughs> of note. And there's yeah. also a, a, a video from a year ago or so where she was talking about firemen and, and there were some issues in Boston. She said, I have, a, I have issues. I, I'm used to working with working over problems with firemen and with whites, meaning white firemen. It's, I mean, there's a history there. And by the way, Mr. President, it should be noted that she has a Harvard degree, which brings me to the next topic, which is UPenn, your alma mater, Harvard and MIT pre- uh, presidents were testifying at Capitol Hill and showed absolutely no remorse for their students being quite anti-Semitic on campus. Well, that whole thing, Eric, I mean, that's been played to a fairly well. And I guess one of them are gone and uh, they had three. They almost had four. A person from Columbia very intelligently didn't show up. But uh, no, it's just unbelievable. I, I watched those answers and you could see they had some legal training and it turned out that they did. And I think whoever the law firm was that worked on them, you know, they prepared for that. They, that was a very prepared answer and a ridiculous answer. And they ought to find out about the law firm that gave them because it was almost like a, just almost a repeat. And they were very similar in, in what they said and what they meant. No, I think it's, uh, it was a sad display. And I viewed it and said, if, if that's the best they could do at the three institutions, they're great. I went to one of them. Uh, it's, uh, it was shocking. It was shocking to, to everybody. And it was terrible. And a terrible display of stupidity, actually. You know, they're brilliant people in those schools. That was a great display of stupidity. Mm. You know, Liz McGill was the, was the president of UPenn. Um, you, you know, your alma, one of your alma maters, and she resigned. Meanwhile, Claudine Gay was supported by the Harvard board for saying, yeah. you know, in congressional testimony that, that yeah, the anti-Semitic comment of from the river to the sea, which is a, you know, a, a reference to killing all Jews, she said, well, needs to be taken in context. The Harvard board supported her to stay. She should be out. I watched her performance. It was pathetic. And she should be out. She should be staying. She should get out and she should do it uh, nicely. I think it really has an impact on Harvard. And when that's the best they can do, and when you hear those answers, how horrible they were, they were horrible. They were given by, in, in a sense, they were given by racists. They were given by people that maybe have no common sense. Maybe they're just part of the woke mob that doesn't know what they're doing, destroying our country. She should be out. Mm. You know, <laughs> she was also, well, I guess, accused of plagiarism for her um, PhD disser- dissertation, and they cleared her of that, the Harvard board. And I noted that the um, New York Times, in in the aftermath of, of Harvard keeping Claudine Gay, said that there are different levels of plagiarism, like putting a soft touch to a Harvard president's plagiarized dissertation the media brings me to the media how, how woke they are. What's the state? Are you getting more of a fair shake this time around, or are they just treating you the same way they have in 2016 and 2020? Well, maybe worse, because we did more than any president just about ever. If you look at what we did with the tax cut, regulation cuts, biggest tax cut in history, biggest regulation cut in history, uh, the uh, Space Force rebuilding our military, knocking out ISIS. I mean, we did so much. and. 
a lot of the things, the wall, we built 561 miles of wall where you would have been inundated. We have the safest border in the history of our country, and now we have the worst border. I think anywhere in the world, I don't think there's any country with a border like that. No, no other country would stand for it. A third world country wouldn't stand for it. And uh, so I don't think they're so thrilled, even though every one of those items, and I can name many more, but every one of those items is what people want. They want to have strong borders. They want to have low taxes. I get the biggest tax cut in history, bigger than the Reagan tax cuts. And I can tell you people are happy about it. And that's why we're leading in the polls by so much. I mean, all of the different things we've done. But we had the strongest border. We had the best military. And then you gave $85 billion worth of it away in Afghanistan, gave it to the Taliban, which is, I think, the most embarrassing day. We lost 13 soldiers. Many, many badly wounded, as you know. Many people killed beyond us. I mean, there were hundreds of people killed that day. That was a uh, that was a horrible day for this country. I think it was the most embarrassing day in the history of our country. We have an incompetent president who's corrupt and incompetent, and we got to get him out, or we're not going to have a country left very much longer. Yeah, Mr. President, you, might, you mentioned the border. I, I, I laugh because you know I've been following you and supporting you, talking to you since forever, you know, even before running in 2015 started. Um, your idea right. of building, building, right. a, building a border wall was, you know, they called you racist for that. And then you were president and you started to build a wall and they called you bigoted for that. The reason why I bring it up is because all the people that were calling you those names are now in the Biden administration. And I know just recently, in the last few days or so, they've decided to Bring back some of your border policies. And I'm wondering, is this a 2024 right. ploy? I mean, and don't they have some explaining to do if they're going to do that? It's an election play. Even the wall, they want to build like 25 miles of wall. That's nothing. I built hundreds of miles of wall. And you need, and I, would have, I was ready. Within three weeks, I would have had another 200 miles up, which is far more than I said I was going to build. But you needed it because as you build it, you know, they go a little bit longer out and uh, they go out and around, but it was very, very successful. And they want to add 25. They want to get a little credit for building a wall, but they don't really want to build a wall. Uh, stay in Mexico, remain in Mexico is a big policy I had. They're not doing it. Thanks. They're not doing anything. It's all words. They actually, I believe they actually want to see something like this. This is they, whether they want bedlam or whether they actually believe this is good for the country. You know, they're coming in, but I don't know if you know, but they're coming in from prisons all over the world. They're coming in from mental institutions and insane asylums from all over the world. Many terrorists are coming in. We're going to be paying for this for a long time. And we're going to have a mass deportation and especially rapidly of the criminals. Many, many criminals are pouring into our country. You want to expand on that, the mass deportation? Um, tell us. Well, you're going to have to do it. Our country can't hold this. We don't have rooms in our hospitals, our schools. They go into classes. They don't speak English. Nobody knows what to do. They have languages that nobody even knows. You know, you have a lot of languages in this world. They have languages where we don't have any people that even understand or know those languages. They can't teach them. They're all over the place. We have classrooms in schools which are loaded up with people that don't speak a word of English. And the schools are there and they have no idea what to do about it. It's a very sick situation. How Biden could have allowed, look, he's the worst president we've ever had by a factor of 10. There's never been a president worse than this guy. And the question is whether or not he makes it to the starting gate. 
it's a little bit hard to understand how we could, but let's see what happens. I, if they really believe in open borders and if they believe in high taxes, you know, they want to quadruple your taxes. That's going to happen next because when the Trump tax cuts come up for renewal, uh, they're going to really do a number on them, I think. They're going to try and keep them. They're going to try and get them much higher. That's going to be a quadrupling of your taxes. Yeah. You know, you, Chuck Schumer, not Chuck Schumer, I'm sorry, Dick Durbin from Illinois, Senator Democrat, suggested, floated this idea. And it's really, I think, the first time a, a major Democrat has said anything like this, that put these illegals that have come over, these invaders, put them, put them to work in the military uh, for a year and then give them citizenship. I, I, I think this is a trial balloon, a, a weather balloon to see, you know, how the American people feel about it. How would you feel about that? Well, number one, uh, last uh, the last little while was reported 27,000 young Chinese people, 27,000 young males, not married, no women, 27,000. Uh, maybe they're already in the military, but maybe it's the Chinese military, it's China's military. Uh, no, I think it's a ridiculous idea. Uh, it's not going to work. And their allegiance is going to be, generally speaking, to their own country. You know that. Even when they come over here, they want to go back to their country, but they want to take the pot of gold and they want to take jobs away from our people. And the problem is you have tremendous crime being committed. Massive. It's not being reported, but the tremendous amount of crime is being committed in our country by illegals coming in illegally. And you see it and you read about it, but you don't read about it much. Nothing like the fact that's happening. Mr. President, uh, Senator Tuberville said... Uh, with all these illegals coming across, we don't know where they're coming from, predominantly young, fighting age, military age males. He said, you, you might expect the 9-11 every week in you know, terrorist activity because we have these people running around the country, millions of them running around. We don't know who they are or what their background is. Um, I, you know, that may be extreme, but are you concerned about elevated terrorists with, with these illegals? Oh, you haven't seen anything yet. He's a great guy, by the way, great senator. And you haven't seen anything yet. Uh, this is going to be morphing into something that's going to be tragic for our country. This is going to go down as one of the worst events, allowing millions, tens of millions, because it's, I believe the real number right now is 15 million. They have no idea what the number is, but I believe it's 15 million. Allowing millions and millions of people to come in, I believe that's going to be one of the great tragic events in the history of our country. Mr. President, I know you're, you're you're strapped for time. I just, I'd love you to touch on, I'll never forget that night at Mar-a-Lago, you're, you're hosting President Xi of China and you, you dropped right. some bombs on Syria because Bashar al-Assad crossed the red line for you. I mean, we have, we have yep. Obama saying he had a red line and it was crossed and never did a thing. Biden has red lines that are crossed, hasn't done a thing. You crossed the, he crossed the red line and, and he paid for it with Xi at Mar-a-Lago at dinner. And I think that's the reason why nothing ever happened. None of these wars happened. No one messed. Putin didn't go into Ukraine under under Trump. Israel wasn't attacked right. by Hamas under Trump. What what would Trump do day one of his second presidency with Putin, with Zelensky, with Israel, and with Iran, really? Well, first of all, those events would have never happened. Uh, Ukraine would have never happened. Zero chance. Uh, Israel would have never been attacked because they know it would have been very tough. And as you know, Iran was broke during my administration. They had no money. They were broke. Now they're rich, have $200 billion at least, 
they got six billion dollars just from five hostages. They explained that one, and they got another ten billion dollars recently from uh, something else having to do with electricity in Iraq. I, it's too complicated to explain. I'd love to explain it, but you don't have time. Okay. But they got ten billion dollars electricity for Iraq. And I will tell you, uh, they have a lot of money now. They were broke. They would have never done it under any circumstances. And they know the retribution would have been strong. And uh, it's, uh, you know, very sad what happened with that election. All of these things, you wouldn't have had inflation. You wouldn't have had Ukraine. You wouldn't have had the attack on Israel. You wouldn't have had anything. We were, we were doing good. as We were doing great. We were doing better than any country had ever done with the economy. I mean, the economy was was just rocking. And the only thing going on right now is the fumes of the Trump administration's economy. This mm -hmm. is just the fumes of the economy. But we got to get that stuff straightened out. It's horrible. Too many people dying in Ukraine. Too many people dying in Israel. It's going to be uh, potentially World War III. You could have World War III and we have a man that can't put two sentences together in the White House. He's an incompetent guy. He can't put... He was never great. That I can tell you. He was never very good. But He's an incompetent man in the White House. You'll end up with a nuclear war with this guy. Uh, well, Mr. President, I know you're busy, and, and I just wanted to congratulate you on new the, the new polling came out just a, a, you know 48 hours ago or less. You're leading Biden um, by wider margins in all seven of the important swing states. Congratulations on the polls. I just wanted to thank you for your time, and if you have a, a Christmas message for the folks, uh, it's all you. Well, thank you very much. And first of all, we have been friends for a long time and I have a lot of respect for the job you do. So it's an honor to be with you. And we've known each other a long time, but uh, it's an honor. You know, um, it's, a it's a message of common sense. When you say the polls, it's true. We have phenomenal polls in Iowa and New Hampshire and South Carolina and Nevada, all over, all over the country. New York, too, by the way. And you're looking at the numbers. But it's really also a message of common sense when they see People flooding our country, and we do nothing about it. And I say we're going to stop it. We have the safest border in the history of our country. We're going to get back to there and even better numbers than I had. But when you look at the stupidity of what's taking place right now with let everybody from mental institutions, from prisons, let terrorists, let them all pour into our country unchecked, just unchecked, unvetted. It's so crazy. Uh, when you look at the fact that they want to raise taxes, when they want to take away your car and give you an electric car that doesn't go far, you got to you got to charge it up every uh, two minutes. It's ridiculous what's going on. You should be able to buy an electric car, but you should be able to buy a combustion gas combustion car, a gasoline operated car. It's so crazy what they're doing. They're destroying our country, and it's step by step, and it seems to be systematic. But we're not going to let it happen. And I think that's why the poll numbers are great. Yep. You got 30 days, Mr. President. Bring it on home. Get it across the finish line. Great talking to you. Thank I you will. for your time. And Merry Christmas to you and uh, Melania. Thank you so much. Eric, thank you very much. Keep up the good work. Goodbye. Well, you heard the president right there. He talked about how the lifting the sanctions that he put on Iran for oil sales is going to have, is having a major, major effect on, on the economy right now. And he's right. Um, they're allowing Iran to sell oil around the world. Meanwhile, the United States, under Joe Biden, is not allowed to buy that oil. We won't have access to that oil. It's creating inflation, folks, something we've been talking about forever on this podcast. Inflation 
drives the value of the dollar down. It's clear it's on its trajectory down um, with the way Joe Biden is handling some of these countries, Iran, China, Russia, even trading with them in, in currencies that aren't the U.S. dollar. Those policies are taking the legs out of the U.S. dollar. And what happens when that happens? Inflation skyrockets and the only protection. And I've said it over and over again. I said it 15 years ago, I said it 10 years ago, I'll say it again. The only protection against a weakening dollar and a rising inflation rate is gold, tangible, hard assets, gold, silver, copper, platinum. And the way to do that, the best way to do that is with our friends at Allegiance Gold. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. This is not a sales pitch. It's something that I do. It's something I've always done. And it's something I always will do. I'll keep gold in my portfolio if nothing else, then just sheer protection of the weakening dollar that is upon us. Thank you for another great podcast. Glad you enjoyed it. We'll be back very, very soon with another edition of the Eric Bowling Podcast. In the meantime, happy Hanukkah, if that's your thing. And if it's Christmas, have a great Christmas. We will be back very, very soon. 